Welcome to Faith, Inspire, and Transform with Simo, where I talk about all things that tie into your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual health. As women in today's society, there is constant comparison and expectations that drive versions of ourselves that are not truly us. I help women to break those stereotypes, find their fit, and break out of their comfort zone while allowing God to move and lead them. Let's dig in. Hey everyone, welcome back to Faith, Inspire, and Transform with Simo. I am your host, Simo, and I'm so happy to be here like always. You might hear a little bit of extra excitement in my voice because today I am just feeling good. I'm feeling renewed. I'm feeling inspired. I'm feeling excited. All the positive feelings that you could have, I probably have them right now. I hope you guys are off to an awesome week. I hope that you are living your best life, living intentionally, living freely, and just doing it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what I'm doing. And I pray and hope that for you as well. Goodness. So last week, we wrapped it up with the things that I experienced and went through as I was starting my journey and going through so many different things that were helping to shape the person that I am supposed to be coming. The person that I am today and the person that I'm continuing to turn into as I learn and grow and all of that wonderful stuff. I really hope that some of what I talked about resonated with you. I hope that it gave you a sense of, you know, feeling that you're not alone, that there's other people who experience things that just seem like it would be something only you would experience, that there are other people who share the same feelings, share the same struggles, and just don't have it all together and struggle and just need help to get through it. Um, I know that for me, it was a comfort to know that I wasn't alone. There were other people that I was able to see have similar experiences to mine, similar, you know, similar outcomes, but different ways of handling that worked for them. Um, I just love the fact that it's, you're able to be able to see the differences and how it is just different for every single person. Like it's not one size fits all, you know, what works for one person may not work for you. And that's okay because there's something else that works for you. (sighs) Yeah. So let's, dive right in. So of course, as you know, I like to start out with scripture. And since this particular message is called loving yourself through your mess, I decided to go with Ephesians chapter two, verse 10. And I'm actually going to read you two different versions. So the new King James version says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which good just kidding, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Let's go down to the Amplify version. For we are his workmanship, his own masterwork, a work of art, created in Christ Jesus, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, ready to be used for good works, which God prepared for us beforehand, taking paths which he set 
so that we would walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us. Woo! I don't know about you guys, but I was like, what? <laughs> I just love this scripture because he created us in his image. Okay, he created us in his image. He knows that we are human. He knows that we will fail. He knows that we will fall short of his glory, but he loves us anyways. He loves us anyways, and he already claimed whatever victory we are looking for. That's through him. He's already claimed it. He's already promised us the good and wonderful, amazing things of his kingdom so long as we follow him in all that we do. And that's why... This message, loving yourself through your mess, I feel is so important because we tend to be our own worst critic. We tend to just beat ourselves up on things that just don't have a lot of meaning. I mean, it's meaning to us unnecessarily, but we just, we dwell in it. I mean, it could be so much as just saying the wrong word in a sentence or something like that. And sometimes people will literally beat themselves up like they just curse somebody out in the worst way possible. And I'm using that as an example because I feel like that that's a good way to, to look at something that is small. But because of this pedestal we have ourselves on, we tend to make things that we do bigger than what it is. And we just wallow in the negativity of it instead of just giving ourselves a little bit of grace and moving on. So there are a couple of different things that I would like to share that is going to help you to just love yourself through your mess. Love yourself through your mess. We all have messes. I don't care who you are. I don't care how perfect you think you are, like we all have some kind of mess, whether it be a big mess or a small mess, we all have it. And two things in particular that I had to learn for myself is actually, let me, let me back up. So loving yourself through your mess just means loving yourself unconditionally. God loves us unconditionally. It doesn't matter what we do. He loves us just the same. It doesn't matter. I mean, it matters, of course. He doesn't want us to sin. He doesn't want us to do things that are not in alignment with him. But regardless, he loves us. He walks alongside us. And one of the things that I know he wants so much for us is for us to love ourselves as he loves us. He wants that so much. And who could blame him? We do need to love ourselves because if we're not loving ourselves, how are we going to love other people? How are we going to teach others to love themselves? Like our children, you know, sons and daughters, people that are close to us, nieces and nephews, a parent that could be struggling, a stranger off the street. If we can't love ourselves, how can we teach others? So, one of the first things that I really had to, <laughs> I'm laughing because it's funny. One of the things I really had to understand is that we are not perfect and should not expect things to be perfect. Let me explain because I don't want y'all to think that I thought I was perfect because I did not think I was perfect in any way, shape or form. When I say we are not perfect, 
we don't realize that the expectations we have on our have on ourselves almost give that impression we do expect ourselves to be perfect in all that we do. When I realized that, I was like, holy smokes. How could I expect that of myself? You know, I'm trying, let's see here. I'm doing a lot of different things at my church right now. And I just do a lot of different things at home and, or even my job, you know, that's actually a really good example. So my job, I'm an executive um, resolutions uh, payment claims analyst for um, early warning services. And what I do is I um, help banks with consumers that are disputing claim or not claims, disputing, um, what is it called? Transactions that are done through Zelle. You know, they send it to the wrong person, it's the wrong amount or something like that. And there's very specific, there's a very specific process that goes with it. And occasionally, not occasionally, but every once in a while, um, I can miss something so simple just because I'm working so fast, like a date or I sent the wrong notification or something like that. Well, boy, let me tell you, when I realize I made that mistake, I get so bent out of shape. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I get so bent out of shape. Like I'm not allowed to make any type of errors. And honestly, my thought process, like, I just feel like there's no room for errors. Like I am, I'm not saying this to be cocky, I'm not cocky at all. But I am very smart. I am very structured. When I learn something, I learn it to the best of my ability and I execute it that way. Like I literally, I execute it that way. So when I fall even a little bit short, I'm like, oh, heck to the no. What is you doing, Simo? Get your life together. (laughs) But that's what I mean. We learn these things and we ingrain it in our own head that there is no room for error that we cannot make any mistakes. And you can say, I'm not perfect. I'm not saying I'm perfect. However, when you have a thought process of no mistakes, you can't do this, you can't do that, you're expecting yourself to be perfect. And that's an unrealistic expectation. Let me tell you, Lord Jesus, that was a revelation in itself for me. Because I was like, wow. I am expecting myself to be perfect. Ooh, I just realized that I say often I am such a perfectionist. That is not something you want to take on for yourself. You say that you're something, you're attaching your identity to that. You do not want to attach yourself to an identity that can create a negative response to your mental, physical, emotional, or spiritual health. So telling myself I'm a perfectionist, I'm ingraining it within myself that I have to do things a particular way and it has to be perfect. And when I don't, I am upsetting myself. I am telling myself and fueling my mind with the wrong impression and thought. That is not something that I want to do. So I really had to understand how I was doing it, where it came from, and how it started. Why did I feel that way? And that was part of my therapy, going through my therapy and identifying that how I was raised and the things that were said to me 
made me feel that way, that there was no room for error, that I had to be perfect. Otherwise, I wasn't worthy. I wasn't good enough. I wasn't a lot of things. And you guys, I'm 40 years old. I'm going to be 41 this year. Why did I have to think about that right after I said 40? See? Mm -mm. <laughs> um, so it took me, let me see, we're in 23. So it took me, what, 35, 36 years to figure that out? Well, I can't say that many years because, you know, we don't realize we start to have these problems till later on. But yeah, so it took... I was 35, 36 years old when I realized that that was an issue, you know, and you know, that's not something I want others to carry. Like if they can figure it out sooner, even at a young age and just build on it, you know, continuously be fueled with positivity and things that are going to nurture a positive growth. Like I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Cause I definitely don't want anybody to experience what I experienced because Going through the things that I did and struggling with who I am, who I was and the lack of confidence and worthiness and burying it deep down thinking I was rising above it when I wasn't, man, it was not a good thing to experience, which kind of brings me into the next one. Another thing I had to learn how to do is give myself grace. Give myself grace. Let me break down that definition for you really quick. Grace is permission to forgive your mistakes, lapse in judgment, and hurtful behavior. Okay, that falls along the lines of forgiveness. It's not the same. Grace and forgiveness is not the same. But it says right there, permission to forgive. Permission to forgive your mistakes, lapses in judgment, and hurtful behavior. That is not easy. When you have that mindset that things need to be perfect, because then when it's not, you're fighting yourself. There is no grace. There is no nothing. It's just constant down talk, which doesn't help. It doesn't help. We, as individuals, should be our biggest cheerleader, aside from God. We should be our biggest cheerleader and using his word to fuel who we are. We are holy. We are chosen. We are royal. I said that in one of my other podcasts, but it's true. We are, yeah, we are true. It is so true. So give yourself grace. If you make a mistake, it doesn't matter how big or how small, let it go. Figure out why and correct it going forward. Do not dwell. Do not sit in it. Do not cry about it. Well, I mean, if you need to cry, go ahead and let that cry out, but don't cry forever. Don't cry forever. Um, but yes, pick up where you left off and keep it moving. Remember, we are human. We are human and we will make mistakes. It is unrealistic to believe that we will not make any mistakes. None of us were born perfect. There is not a specific handbook that can tell you how to do this and do that. However, there is the Bible. 
there is the Bible. People will not agree with it. It's not a handbook, but it is a way of life. Okay, let me tell you, because Jesus endured everything that we've endured. And then some. God's word helps you to connect not only to him, but to yourself. To yourself. It gives you the opportunity to examine you and who you are and where you need to go. It helps you to understand why you should love yourself through your mess. Okay, let me tell you. It helps you to understand why to love yourself through your mess. How to give yourself grace. How to keep on moving when you just don't think you can move anymore. Okay? There is a strength within you that you probably haven't even tapped into, that you don't even realize is there. And let me tell you, that strength within will help you to be able to see things aren't perfect. Everything isn't going to be perfect, but that's okay as long as you keep on moving forward and keeping your eye on the prize and doing what you need to do in your life. Without that perfectionism expectation or thought process, you will be good you will be able to give yourself grace. You'll be able to be like, you know what? Okay, I didn't do it right this time, but now I know I need to take a different step or a different option to progress forward and make sure I don't make that same mistake again. And it can apply to anything. It really can. It really, really, really can. And I just... Those two things were just so, so, so huge for me because when you don't realize either one of those things, like you just keep going. It's a, it's a constant circle that you just keep going around and around and around and can't figure out why you can't get better, why you're still struggling with your confidence and why you feel like you can't do anything right and all that stuff. Like you just were not perfect. We shouldn't expect that. We shouldn't expect it at all. We just really need to continue to give ourselves grace in all that we do. In all that we do. And on top of that, dude, don't compare yourself to nobody. Comparison is a thief of joy, let me tell you, okay? And it's stolen my joy. I don't know how many times, but I rebuked that and sent it back to the pits of H-E double hockey sticks where it belongs. Yes, I spelled it out that way because I said this was a non-explicit um podcast and yeah I'm trying to keep it that way even though that word I wouldn't really consider it too explicit but still but still anyways squirrel moment we're back on track now so yeah we just we really need to focus on those things because comparing yourself to others and where they're at is something else that's not realistic because we all have different lives. We all have different struggles. We all have different timelines of things that are going on and so forth. Like we just cannot compare ourselves to others because while someone may have the things that we want, they may not have the peace that we currently have. Let me say that again. Just because someone may have the things that we want they may not have the peace that we currently have. You have to be mindful of that. 
I didn't even have that as something that I was going to share, but it just dropped in my spirit. So I'm sharing. That is a huge one. That is a huge one. Do not compare yourself. Everybody's journey is different and not everyone shares the good, the bad, and the ugly. Let me tell you, some people only share the good because they don't want you to see what they went through. But I'm going to let you guys know right now, y'all going to see all of mine. You're going to see what I went through because where I am today is such an amazing place. I know who I am in Christ. I know what I want to do. I know the strength that I carry. But man, I fought like H-E double hockey sticks to get here. And I want you guys to know about that. I'm not trying to just give you guys the good stuff. You have to see what I went through to get here. You have to know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. You have to know that there's ways to get out of situations that you don't even understand how you got there. There are definitely ways. So the first one I talked about, we are not perfect and we should not expect things to be perfect. The second thing was give yourself grace. And I'm going to give you that definition again. Permission to forgive your mistakes, lapse in judgment, and hurtful behavior. And then the other one, do not compare yourself to others. Comparison is the thief of joy. Don't do it. Do not do it. (laughs) You don't see what happens behind closed closed doors. So yes, don't do that. Yes. Let me tell you guys, with all of that stuff, it played a lot in the growth that I've had, not just mentally and emotionally, but physically with my journey, with the workouts, with everything. I began to start to see how so much of the world contributes to these struggles that we have, especially in fitness, in diet culture. The world has this idea idea of what skinny is, what it's supposed to look like, this idea of how a personal trainer is supposed to look, all buff and bulky or skinny with, you know, nice curves and flat stomachs wearing a bathing suit top and shorts and things like that. There's no room in diet culture's view for someone who is bigger to be healthy. There's no room in diet culture for someone who's super, super skinny with no muscles or anything like that. That's a good a good thing. There's no um, even a slightest chance that there might be something medically going on with that person. There's no room for that. So while you come across all those things and you're going through a fitness journey, it's just weighing down on the struggles that you already have with your confidence, with your worthiness. And I, I shifted into that because... This was about my journey. These were things I had to do to fight past my struggles, 
because it didn't only tie into my mental um, well-being or my emotional well-being. It directly tied into my physical and my spiritual. And we don't realize that all these things play a part. All these things are connected. And all I knew is that as I began to get over these things, I wanted people to understand who they were, not who they were, who they are and what they carry. And that it's not up to the world to determine your identity in anything. And that when it came to even your physical aspect, it's about what you want and what you need, not what the world says you need to do. This is not a one-size-fits-all approach. You have to connect your mental, spiritual, physical, and emotional health together so you can understand the root cause of why you're where you're at. And that was how DF Fit was born. My brand. I'm not going to go fully into that today. We'll talk about that another time because that's an episode in itself. But that's how I'm going to close up this podcast is letting you know that those three things super crucial and played a very important part in my growth and what helped me to create my brand. If I wasn't able to get past those three things and figure it out for myself, I wouldn't have had the confidence to create a brand. I wouldn't have had the confidence to get to the point where I am today to do this podcast and share these things in more detail. Because when I would share them on social media, I would always leave things out. And even on social media, it's typed out. So you can't hear the emotion in it. You can't hear the pain or anything like that. You can't hear the struggle like you can when it's being talked about verbally. So my friends, stay true to you. I said this on one of my other podcasts. If you feel like you need help, that you're constantly struggling with these things and you don't know how to get out of it, hit me up. We can figure it out together. And if it's outside the realm of what I do, we'll figure out who you need to get with to get the help that you need. We can definitely do that. I thank you guys so much for continuing to ride with me and listen to these and stuff and just hit me up. If you guys have questions, you can reach out to me at any time. And I can't stress enough to be true to who you are. Be true to yourself and the things that you want and desire. Don't let anybody else determine that for you. Just be true to you. Put you first. Take care of you first. And the rest will follow suit. We'll talk more about that another time. But for now, just ponder on that. See what comes about from it. Until next time, my friends. Yes, you have made it through this episode of Faith, Inspire, and Transform with Simo. I truly hope that what I have been sharing resonates with you in some way. I have a lot of great things coming out this year, so be sure to follow me on Instagram at Simo underscore DFFit and click on the link in my bio to subscribe to my newsletter. Until next time, I pray you have an amazing day and wonderful week. Thank you so much for tuning in.